I'm Sam. And I'm Kieran, and this is Typecasting, a podcast where we subjectively type movie characters using the Enneagram and objectively rate their hotness. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, the Enneagram is a personality typing system with nine different types. Uh, While it's intended to be used for personal growth and development, we are not doing that. Okay, so today we are going to be reviewing the characters in the movie Pride and Prejudice. This is a film adaptation of Jane Austen's novel. It's a story about the tumultuous romance between one Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet and the trials of class and social status in the Georgian era. So the first character we're typing for Pride and Prejudice is Mr. Bingley, and I have him as a nine. Okay, I do not have him as a nine. I have him as a two. So the reason I have him as a nine is because he's very go with the flow. Like He has this kind of floaty energy to me. He's generally well-likable. and he is like definitely like engaging with people and like talking to people at the party, but he almost still seems like a little bit distant to me, like a little bit kind of like off in his own sort of headspace. I don't know. I look at him and I don't see anything in his eyes. Like it looks like he's a little bit gone, which is something that nines can do whenever they're kind of like a dissociative, not wanting to be um, in conflict or in an upsetting situation kind of state. And that's why I have him as a nine. Okay, well, I had him as a two because he's very friendly. He's willing to extend his help to Jane and her family, which is like a two behavior to be kind of a caretaker. He takes care of Jane when she's sick, and he sort of opens his doors to her entire family. He's very friendly when he's at the ball at the beginning of the movie with all the people that he doesn't know. And he's interested in meeting all of them. He sort of doesn't disregard anyone, despite the fact that he's from a very affluent family. And he just overall seems like a caring character. However, I don't have much personal experience with nines. And I think you have a lot more personal experience with nines. I do have a lot more personal experience with nines. Also, every, like, what you have said is true of him, which makes it difficult for me to articulate an argument against you. I just feel like he is more of a nine. Like, I feel like his kindness is a lot less rooted in, like, his goal isn't to be helpful. Like, his ultimate feeling isn't that he wants to be a helpful person. It's kind of just that he, like, it feels like he wants to be, like, at a calm state. I personally just think that part of the problem is that he throughout the movie you only really see him interact with Jane you almost never see him interact with anybody else not even with Darcy really by himself like it's just him interacting with Jane where he's flirting and gushing and you know not sure of himself and so and he's very like concerned about her in a lot of parts of the movie so I think that's where I sort of like the two from okay that reminded me of that um whenever like the fact that Darcy can like convince him like seemingly very easy to just up and leave even though he's very clearly in love with Jane that feels like very naive to just be like okay like yeah we can go instead of being like no like I really care for her I really love her and kind of like putting up more of a fight there I feel like that's (laughs) um that would be like a big moment that I think a two would be more apt to fight for but I have his hotness as a five I also have his hotness as a five because 
I'm not really into blondes. He also doesn't have much of a personality. I think he looks like a fish. Uh, Moving <laughs> on to his Jane. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about Jane. I typed Jane as a one. I typed Jane as a nine. Oh. Well, I typed Jane as a one because she's always been like the perfect daughter. You know, she's basically expected to always be the perfect daughter. Like the whole kind of future of the family, it seems like sometimes almost rests on her. And like the way she talks about Mr. Bingley, she's like, oh, he's the perfect suitor. He's very sensible. Like he's the perfect man that she should marry. Like if she marries him, then she will have like kept up her expectations and the expectations from her family. And so I typed her as a one because she's always sort of doing what she thinks she's supposed to do. She's never really disobeying. Like, I think that if her mother or father had made her a match with somebody else, like, regardless of who it was, she just would have agreed because it's what she's supposed to do and sort of keeping to that perfectionist one. I have her as a nine for similar reasons, just because I feel like, again, if she was a one, it would do more what she felt like was important versus just following exactly what her parents wanted her to do. And the way that she doesn't, again, kind of like Mr. Bingley doesn't like quite show her emotions outwardly, but you can tell that she's feeling them. Um, she generally likes everyone. There's not an air of judgment about her that some ones can have, like a unhealthy one, like an average one will be a bit judgmental because you're living in a world where nothing is like perfect or lined up how you want it to be. And you're also very self-critical, whereas I don't feel that in Jane. I just feel kind of like, another like Mr. Bingley like a floatiness or a sort of disembodiment sometimes and just kind of willing to very much go with the flow in a way that a one would at least if they were going with it would show more of a strong ethical reason to want to do that I think you're right actually I changed my mind because I think ones a one actually now that I think about it would have had more pushback and once again i have like a very little experience with nines and i do have some friends who are ones and they would have more pushback than jane has i gave her a hotness rating of a seven i also gave her a hotness rating of a seven because she's just generally a nice person yeah she's pretty Okay, so the next character we have is Caroline Bingley, who I personally had a difficult time typing just because, one, I hate her, and two, <laughs> there's not a lot of her, and three, I just feel like whatever her type is, she's quite unhealthy, which can make it difficult to type someone. Um, I had her as a three or a four. I'm swaying between them. What did you say? I said three because she's just after what she's after you know and we don't know much about her i put her as what i put her um because she's manipulative but she's also like pretty self-confident um she wants to maintain her status um and she has this sense of superiority that i feel like can happen with a three or a four but for different reasons um she's also just kind of a bitch which i don't know i feel like a three would be a little bit less openly 
a huge bitch to everybody. Um, she also thinks of herself as one of the few accomplished women um, who can paint and draw and play piano and be pretty. Mm. Which, again, I feel like a very narcissistic three or four could do either of these things. So I feel like either way, it would be like a three-wing four or a four-wing three. Yeah, I definitely lean towards three. The only part that makes me consider a four is that when she's at the first ball with Darcy and Darcy isn't dancing and everybody else is, and she just sort of stands there by him, you know, like almost like she's trying to do what he does to get close to him or like emulating his behavior that makes me feel less like it's a three because I think a three would try to be a little bit more out there and like putting on some kind of show or doing something out in front of him to try to impress him but I could also see where a four would want to be like oh I'm not gonna do what everybody else is doing or something like that I can also see where a three would um not dance because they feel like an unhealthy three or a narcissistic three would feel above it because I know she seems to feel pretty much better than everyone else. I think I am leaning towards a three. Um, but again, I just do not like her. But I did give her a hotness of five. I gave her a hotness of nine because I do think that she's very good looking. But I also think that she's, I don't know, I do like a big ego on some people. <laughs> She doesn't wear it well. Oh. Well. That's your opinion, but... Moving on... To... Mr. Wickham. I typed Mr. Wickham as a 7 wing 6. I typed Mr. Wickham as a 7! Wow. Yay! Yeah, I just kind of figured, you know, he's the entertainer. He, you know, does little tricks to impress the girls, but he's also a huge liar. He's always trying to cheat his way into somebody's good graces so that he can steal from them or gain some kind of advantage. Um, I would say that just like a seven, he definitely has the core fear of being deprived. So, you know, whether it's of money or of some sort of opportunity. Or Darcy's father. Or Darcy's father, (laughs) right. Anything that he can really get a hold of, I would say. Um, But, yeah, I just went ahead and typed him as a 7 because I don't think there's much of an argument there. I thought 3 briefly because he is, you could argue he's ambitious, but he's really not. He's really just a cheat because he's not going to try to work hard to get to where he's trying to get. And he really doesn't have far-reaching views. He's just trying to get to like the next point as quick as he can. I agree with that. I put um, on my little notes that uh, there was something that Darcy said that about him. He said he's sure of making friends but has a hard time retaining them, which can be a problem that sevens have is kind of getting bored with friends and like wanting to move on to the next bigger, better thing. Um, And then also that he gambled away all of his fortune immediately without a lot of forethought again I don't think he's a healthy seven um, Mm. but I do think he's a seven and I think his hotness is a seven as well I think his hotness is a four 
just because I don't, I don't know. I just don't really like him. I don't really like him in any adaptation, to be honest. Like, in any other movies that he's in or book, the book, whatever. I, I just think... I think he's obviously slimy from the beginning. And he's also, like, obviously impulsive, which is a seven. Sort of stereotype of a seven. I just think he has pretty eyes. I'm not like that ponytail. It's um, a little out of character for me to like a ponytail, but something about the way he wears it. I'm not into long hair on guys, so. On to Lydia. Uh, I had her typed also as a seven. Yeah, that's what I had her typed as. Um, I feel like with her, there's not a lot of argument for any other type. She is always looking for excitement for the next thing. She wants to see the world. She also has no filter, which is something a seven can do, which is kind of blurt out whatever they're thinking, whenever they're thinking it. Uh, she's ready to go out and dine with the soldiers every night. Her dad calls her the silliest and most determined flirt, or maybe Elizabeth calls her that. They were having a conversation together, but I think she very much embodies a lot of characterized seven characteristics right and impulsive just like um mr wickham she's always you know got some idea that she's just come up with on the fly about how to you know attract a husband or something like that and she tries to get everybody involved with her and then it often doesn't go very well so i think she's pretty clearly a seven as well okay mary bennett has almost no scenes i think she literally has three scenes in the whole movie they're very short she just sits in the back and looks sad yeah (laughs) (laughs) i typed mary as a five so did i okay yeah i typed mary as a five i played around with it i thought well she could be a four. We actually have no real no- way of knowing what she is because she has almost no screen time. Um, but I just kind of thought, you know, she's a five and she seems to be very kind of intellectual, but sad about the fact that people don't see like, you know, all of her things that she kind of tries really hard at. You know, she tries singing and she tries playing the piano and she's not very good at it and everyone kind of shuts her down. But she'll also just pop up with these little intellectual comments that, like, no one notices. And it's it's very, like, everyone's talking over her and she says this, like, really poetic, intellectual thing and everybody misses it. So I typed her as a very, very shy five. Okay, so for Mary, um, she definitely will bring up like the quote she's read from her book she hasn't had a lot of life experiences and so she'll read about them and kind of research up on things or find these quotes about love or mountains even though she hasn't seen the mountains she hasn't been in love she wants to be able to have information to contribute to a conversation um, when she often doesn't have the experiences for it so she finds ways in her books to be able to bring that to the table in a way to be helpful in having information yeah um i agree with that i agree with that um and i also feel like there's like four things about her too i definitely mm, i definitely think four is her wing 
So next we have Mrs. Bennett. I have her as a two, a very unhealthy two. Um, she's overly dramatic. Uh, she acts like she does everything for everyone else, but it's very much like a meddling helicopter parent sort of feeling. Uh, she's also pretty focused on the way her family looks to others, again, mostly because she's trying to marry off her daughters. Um, I don't like Mrs. Bennett. I know at some point you're not supposed to like her, but I think she's a very unhealthy too. I, okay, well, I typed her in my notes as a six, but I started out typing her as a three because I was like, well, she's so concerned about her image and the family's image to other people. And then I was like, no, because she doesn't have any real goals besides, you know, <laughs> getting all of her daughters married, basically. Um, so I typed her as a six because she worries all the time. And it's all about her nerves all the time. But actually, now that you've said two, that makes sense because they will guilt their loved ones into you know, doing things for them or worrying about them when it's really not their place. And of course, this is an unhealthy two, but I think you're right about it being a two. I, I think a lot of her nerves come from whenever people do something she doesn't like, suddenly a spell of nerves come on. It's a lot less um, worried about trusting her own intuition because she definitely is fully invested and behind the opinions that she holds. I was excited to talk about Miss Bennett because every time she got nervous, I would see you typing on your computer. So I knew you were going to type her as a six, and I was so ready for it. Yeah. I well, gave... <laughs> you proved me wrong, so. I'm winning the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. uh, I gave her a hotness rating of a one because. Because. <laughs> I gave her a four. <laughs> Because, you know, I was trying to be generous, and they have, like, seven daughters. So, she clearly has some kind of, like, unseen something going on that must make her interesting. <laughs> I clearly have not seen it. <laughs> I'm also very all or nothing with these. There are so many ones and tens on this list for me. Mr. Bennett. I love Mr. Bennett. He's I like one of my favorite characters. Um, I typed him as a five. I typed him as a five as well, but it took me a while to feel confident or just to feel like I wanted to put that out there. Yeah, I agree. I flopped back and forth. I think I might have put down like a nine at some point. I did too, because he's so passive whenever Miss Miss yeah. Bennett is opinionating. But I've seen a lot of fives be kind of passive when they just feel like it's just not worth their time. I agree. And uh, yeah, he's not super concerned about very much that's going on. Um, but... His whole, like, for instance, his whole conversation about Lydia at the end where he's just like, we'll never find anything better for her. Like, this is as good as it was going to get. I should have know that at that point I wrote in my notes, savage, question mark? <laughs> I mean, I, and I just think that, as you were explaining to me earlier, actually, 
you know, fives can be very emotional types. And even, they're well, they're very emotional, but they hide it. Or they hide it behind their sort of roboticness that they can have. And uh, he's very emotional about Elizabeth at the end getting married. And he does cry. And so I typed him as a five. We love some thunder. The thunder only happens when we finished talking about someone. Oh, which I, I think is pretty considerate as far as that we have to deal with thunder. Mm-hmm. Originally, I gave him a hotness of a two. I'm going to change it to a five because I just love his little personality. I think he's a fun character. I love the way he kind of pokes at Miss Bennett whenever he's not just kind of submitting to it, or even when he is, and the way he acts kind of removed from things, and then he'll be like, oh, yes, but I did get us, like, into the ball, and everyone's like, oh, shit, because he acts so above it all, and mm-hmm. so not like he cares. Yeah, I gave him a seven, <laughs> just because I just love his character. Like, every time he comes on screen, I wish he had more screen time because he's always just saying, like, little humorous things. And it's kind of my type of humor. I like that type of humor, so. So next we have Lady Catherine de Bourgh, um, who I also hate. And I think we have different ones on this one. Um, but I had her as a one. I did not have her as a one. I know, you have her as an eight. Yes, I have her <laughs> as an eight. I intuited that. And I do love her. I love her. Uh, actually, I give your argument because I just want to like refute things. I just think she is very opinionated, obviously. She is very in her ways. You know, she has her opinions about things and that's how it's going to be. And she's going to call out other people for not holding her same opinions. And she also is very protective of her few family members that she has. You know, she has her daughter, and she has Darcy, and she is very concerned about them sort of falling into social situations that, you know, aren't going to benefit them or going to mess up their sort of, you know, social standing and things like that. And that's why she gets so angry at Elizabeth when she finds out that he may be in an engagement with her. And I also just, you know, love her. You know, they like, she shows up at like five in the morning and she just walks in the house. And, um, she just casually mentions that no one has better taste than her. And she... (laughs) says that no excellence can be required without constant practice and I feel like that is an eight sort of like resilience coming in and saying no <laughs> yes that is so one she's like you have to become excellent at this thing you need to practice and you need to put in all this time and work I just feel like and I agree with all of what you said in the way that she like strongly holds these ideals um, but to me, it feels so much more like this is how you need to do to be proper. This is how you need to do to like kind of fit in line with these rules. She comes all the way just to tell Elizabeth that this engagement is impertinent. Like it didn't feel like, like, yes, she didn't want it to happen. But a lot of her worry and concern for her family is more out of how they're going to 
come off to people and whether they're gonna fit into her ideal of what like a proper person should be again I think she's an unhealthy one um but I do think just almost like the rigidity in her movements I feel like her motivation behind it is more about having things aligned the way she needs versus like more of a control situation I can see a one for sure I can definitely see a one in sort of how she like comments on people's She's like choices yeah which is a one but I know ace can do that too so she has that ugly fucking bird that's a side but I don't like the bird <laughs> I um, like her outfits though I just only look at her and I see the cat from Cats 2019. Oh, What's her no. name? In that Judy movie? Dent. No, the cat's no, name. No, I know. Um, Rumpelstiltskin or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember. It's the old cat. It doesn't matter. Well, you need to see Judy Dench as more than just the cat from Cats because that is not her finest performance and she's in a lot of things particularly period pieces and things like pride and prejudice so things like cats i am honest is one um because i don't think she's hot oh i gave her a nine (laughs) (laughs) i just love it i love characters like that they're exciting i hate her and i think she's ugly (laughs) okay mr collins he was hotly contested, I feel. He, he's hard to type, like, because I just, I typed him as a three. I did too. Okay, I typed him as a three because he's extremely concerned with how he's seen by other people, how his wife is seen, how anyone who he might end up being engaged with might be seen. I mean, even his little house that he gets, he's out there like, frantically trimming all of the hedges perfectly because it all has to look perfect anytime someone might come see it and all of his little comments about oh I flatter myself but blah 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 and I think he doesn't look like a three because he's so like cowardly and kind of nervous and awkward which is not the three look because they usually at least project lots of confidence if they aren't confident truly yeah i have him as a three because his concern is status every time he's talking he's talking about the people he's around in a way that makes him seem superior like he's putting on such a front but it's so easy to see through because he's so bad at it like he's a bad he's bad at being a three but i could not argue that he's anything else Mm -hmm. Um, which I think too just comes from the fact that it's a fictional character and not a person who has like a personality type. Um, I said that he's just like a fucking little tryhard. Like I hate him. I hate, (laughs) again, I have so strong opinions about Pride and Prejudice, but he's, it's painful to watch him interact. Um, he was talking about how he premeditates the compliments he's going to give people and works out a way to like, as authentically weave it into the conversation as he can and that just and then he allows other people around him to know that he does that which is just bad he's proud of it i know he's like you guys might want to try this i patented it 
They call it Mr. <laughs> Collins Inc. Oh God. I had him as a one for his hotness. Yeah, he's a, like a negative four. Like he's terrible. <laughs> I can't look at the screen like full on <laughs> when he's on the screen. <laughs> the scene where he's like plucking the flower petals off the flower, and then the next time you see him, he's like putting that pink little flower in front of Elizabeth to propose to her, and she's just like, "Please God, no!" And he's like, "Uh oh, here you go." I hated that. Mm-hmm. Well, and he goes for the prettiest daughter, of course. Which I mean, like. I'm sure lots of people would have during that time. Like, if they think they have basically their pick of the litter, you know. <laughs> they go the cousins. But, oh, God. Yeah, but he... It's just another kind of Gatsby deal. Like, it always just makes me think of Gatsby, like, when you're looking at threes a lot of times. Because they do that thing where they're trying to paint their perfect little picture. And he's got his perfect little cottage over there and his perfect little parish. Well, he acts like he's, like, God's gift to the earth and that anyone would be so pleased and thrilled to be with him. And then, I wouldn't be personally. (laughs) Okay, well, let's move on to Darcy. Darcy is a four. Really? I had Darcy as, I can't, I can't think of something to pretend for him to be. I also have him as a four. Yeah, no, he's a four. For so many reasons. Um, First of all, he has the sort of arrogance that a lot of, like, fours and threes and probably eights can have. um, I mean, absolutely eights can have. Where they think that they're sort of above a situation or they're different or people don't understand them. And I think he certainly doesn't feel understood um, I think up until he meets Elizabeth, I don't think he ever feels like he's understood by anyone except for maybe his sister. Even Bingley, who is his best friend, like, I don't feel like they share any, like, intensity there or, like, I just think he sort of looks out for Bingley and that's sort of the extent of their relationship. And they enjoy probably the same types of things and they've grown up together, I think. But I think that overall... He has never felt understood up until meeting Elizabeth, except for maybe his sister. And he also probably doesn't really open up to anybody else. He has trouble articulating himself, but it's just like at the ball. You know, he's dancing. Everybody else is dancing, but he's not going to dance. You know, he will say these really sort of blunt things, and but he doesn't quite mean... It doesn't mean what he... It doesn't come off the way he means it. So that's another situation where he's not being understood. Um, but he also, I think, doesn't ever make much of an effort to try to help people understand him. Because I think he kind of wants... Like, he feels like they should figure it out. Like, they should have to figure it out. He or they also, should understand it naturally. He does the thing that a lot of fours will do whenever someone does understand them, and he's kind of, like, floundering, like, oh, my God, what's happening? Like, all these little interactions with Elizabeth where she, like, pokes back and, like, flirts and banters back in the same way as him. He's like, oh, no, I thought I wanted this, but now I'm frightened. I've been seen. <laughs> um, and just the drama of it all. He's kind of like the awkward kind of four where I think he 
feels like he's articulating like what he's feeling as best as like a person possibly could but then it comes off like I mean when he's like you're beneath me but yet I still want to be with you and she's like oh thank you that's Mm -hmm. so kind of you to do that but she's supposed to understand that he loves her so much that he's willing to you know jump through all these hoops and deal with how everyone's gonna view him and she's like I don't know why I'm supposed to be appreciative of someone who's basically an oppressor. The way that he rides off on the horse, I thought he was riding on his two feet, but just every single scene he's in, like the drama of it all is just fully at a 10 at any point. Oh yeah, like he won't just be out with it, just say what he means. You know, I think even when he fully is capable of saying what he means, it just has to be basically torn out of him, you know, or it has to be a situation. It has to be in the rain. It has to be in the the early morning. It has to be something like that. He's also very much um, an idealist in a way that Forrest will be an idealist kind of in the way he views himself and the way he the people he helps and the way he helps them kind of definitely fits into someone who wants to create a world in such an image um but i love him i rated his hotness as a 10 yeah he's obviously a 10 we love him we love him um so for our final character if you could guess it's elizabeth um, I have her as an eight. I also have her as an eight. We were watching this together and we were like, I don't know what Elizabeth is. I can't tell. And I said something about like, remember to like think about people's like motivations for things. And Sam's like, oh, I know what she is. And I didn't even fucking realize what she was talking about, but I knew that you meant that she was an eight. <laughs> and then I had to sit there like acting like I was pondering this or acting not but her that you got it before me <laughs> um but i elizabeth is totally innate like after i realized that i felt really dumb having not realized that uh, she's very witty very free-spirited she doesn't care for social convention very much which is like the point of the whole novel but she very much is willing to speak her mind even if it's at a point where it would be impertinent to not do that um she's argumentative she also very much wants to protect her younger sisters she lies to jane about what darcy said about bingley to protect her feelings from it she kind of lied about lydia as well she does all these things to try to protect them um end up backfiring and then in the end she is more willing to talk about her feelings a little bit of growth for her there yeah so i agree um she's very witty You know, she challenges almost anybody around her, regardless of how against the social norm it is. Um, She's incredibly protective of her entire family. You know, she's very worried about when her younger sister ends up running off with Mr. Wickham. She's worried about Jane. Um, But she also sort of, well, not sort of, she absolutely challenges Darcy all the time and um she basically pushes him all the time to kind of say like what he should say 
and tries to keep the situation like very intense and very like uncomfortable trying to like push him to be honest about it or get it out or whatever it may be which I think is an eight behavior but also one part that stood out to me was when she was talking to Jane and she's saying she said you're apt to believe that all is well and good with the world all the time which is like eights are always saying or I think eights always feel like there's threats everywhere in the world and they're always like picking people who are there within their inner circle to protect all the time and they're trying to communicate that to those people that there's all these things that are dangerous and they can't always jump to you know the best circumstances all the time um but i think the main factor for Elizabeth is that her core fear is fear of losing control of her destiny and in fear of losing her autonomy and that is what eights fear the most is being controlled um but yes I think she's absolutely an example of a challenger I think another interaction with her sister where her sister's very angry I think it was about Bingley's sister Yes, she's talking about Bingley's sister finally and (laughs) realizing that Bingley's sister was definitely not her friend and she was setting, you know, trying to set Bingley up with somebody else. And she says all these mean things about Bingley's sister all of a sudden. And Elizabeth says, bravo, I think that's the most unforgiving speech you've ever made. Jane literally says, I don't think she's very nice. And then, like, that's, like, the extent, basically, of the level of anger in her statement. And still, it was a big step for her. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth was like, good on you. Yeah, she's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's my whole very long rant about why Elizabeth is an eight. And obviously, she's a 10 on the hotness scale. scale. Okay, and to wrap up and give our final typings of everybody for Mr. Bingley, we decided that he could either be a 2 or a 9. For Jane, we have 9. For Caroline Bingley, we have a 3. For Mr. Wickham, we have 7. For Lydia Bennett, we have 7. For Mary Bennett, we have 5. For Mrs. Bennett, we have 2. For Mr. Bennett, we also have 5. For Lady Catherine de Bourgh, we have one. For Mr. Collins, we have three. For Darcy, we have four. And for Elizabeth, we have eight. We just want to thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week, Monday at 7 p.m. for our typing of the characters in Birds of Prey, The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn.